Malcolm Roberts is from One Nation. Morning, mate. How are you? I'm very well, Marcus. How are you, mate? All right. Did you get your Gucci watch yet or your Prada bag? Uh, I mean, we should have one in the mail, should we not, considering us, you and me, us taxpayers here in Australia, gave them so much money. Uh, they've That's... made a fortune out of us. That's why we want an audit on the JobKeeper payments. Yep. And I called for that in the Senate, and so did Senator Pauline Hanson. We want an audit, a proper audit. Not a smear campaign, a proper audit. Oh, OK. Uh, Hang on. Are you are you saying that my mate Andrew Lee is conducting a smear campaign? Please don't. No, I didn't say that at all, oh, Marcus. Good, You're jumping good. to conclusions. I must be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, Marcus, last week yeah. I made a very strong statement saying I wholeheartedly support medicines that are proven safe, effective and preferably affordable. Yeah. And I said each of us should decide what is put into our body. Yes. After the interview, you're not going to you're going to not going to take me out of context again this week, are you? So let me make it very clear. Uh, we I don't know what Andrew Lee said, but mm. we want a proper full audit. We don't care what anyone else is saying. That's what we want. That's what we've asked for. Do I take you out of context, Malcolm? You did last week, apparently. After I after I signed off. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll have to go back to the tape. Boy, oh boy, that would be totally and utterly unlike me. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I, I don't know what, what you're up to, but uh, I got it from several sources, mate. So I'll just oh. say it again. I wholeheartedly support medicines that are proven safe, effective and preferably affordable, and each of us should decide what gets put into our body. No, well, um, you, we, we talk about consent, and uh, look, I tend to agree with you. Although I, uh, you know, I encourage people to get vaccinated because you know, seventy to eighty percent, hopefully, seventy percent in the next few weeks, will be able to, I don't know, see family, do things we used to do, and obviously, um, we will have uh, uh, so-called freedoms. You know, the things we actually took for granted apparently before all this started. Well, that, that's the real problem here, Marcus. You know, if, if you decide to have a vaccine, good on you. If you decide not to have a vaccine, good on you. If you decide to speak for them or against them, good on you. So long as you don't turn into a propaganda outfit like 2GB and Sky News on this issue. Ooh. You know, you, know you, you, you just be open on it. And that's the way people want to make that choice. And they want to be free to make the decision and free to have that decision accepted. What I cannot stand is that people are driven to getting a vaccine because they're coerced into it. That is completely wrong. Well, the Premier of New South Wales, speaking of coercion, let me uh, let me play some audio. Um, my listeners have heard this a couple of times this morning. I'm going to play you a little bit of audio. Um, uh, talking about the unvaccinated not being allowed to basically participate almost in society. This is the Premier of New South Wales yesterday. Malcolm, have a listen to, to Gladys Berejiklian here. Hang on there. Where are you, Gladys? Watch again. Here we go. Percent. We've been extremely clear and extremely black and white. There is no doubt as to what we said when we announced the roadmap. It's 70%. If you're not vaccinated, there will be a health order. It will be the law that if you're not vaccinated, you can't attend those venues that are on our roadmap. You can't go into a hospitality venue. Uh, you can't go to uh, ticketed events unless you are vaccinated. All right, that's the Premier. Uh, my concern, of course, is that, you know, if you're going to make it law via a public health order, uh, that will mean small business owners, mum and dad operations, corner shops, news agents, all the rest of them owned by small business will have to play COVID cop. They've already been through enough, Malcolm, rather than having to be COVID cop as well. The other issue is, OK, if that's the case, make it a blanket rule then, Premier, and include the big 
ticket, uh, you know, the big box retailers. If you're not vaccinated, then you can't go to Coles. You can't go to Woolworths. You can't go to Bunnings. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't go on public transport. You can't make one rule for some section of the community or business sector and then just leave it a free-for-all for the rest. That's the, that's, in my opinion, this is where the whole thing falls down, mate. The whole thing is, is, is completely wrong, Marcus. I agree with you entirely about small business. Small business is in there to make money and to employ people and to provide a service meeting people's needs. It is not there to be the cop for the, for the government, bully boy government. This is absolutely disgraceful from uh, Gladys Berejiklian. Uh, secondly, I don't agree with you spreading it to everything. I, gr- I would say wipe it all out completely. One thing I would say is if these people who choose not to be vaccinated for whatever reason choose not to be vaccinated, are penalised and not, not entitled to get services they paid for as taxpayers, then that means we should refund their taxes. Refund their taxes because they, they are contributing in society. You can't have a society that, that excludes and, and, and excludes and destroys half, a part of that society. That is not a society. That is separation, division. That's exactly why One Nation was formed, to unite the country, not to separate it. And Gladys Berejiklian and the Liberals need to be very, very careful because there are three senators, yep. very good senators. I'll name them. Erica Betts, er, uh, Alex Antic, and Jared Rennick, who are totally opposed to vaccine mandates, and they so they should be, because this is a free country, and we do things... You know, this, this actually shows how bad the leadership is in this country under Labor, Liberal, Nationals and All Greens. Right. L- leaders draw people. They give them the evidence. They give them the facts. They give them the support, and people then decide to go with them. A bad leader coerces and bullies and threatens, and Gladys Berejiklian is just a first-rate bully. All right, more protests uh, this week going to be held in Brisbane. Nurses, police, chiropractors against mandatory vaccinations. I'm going to play you a little bit more audio. This is from an earlier caller, and I think this goes hand in glove with our next point about people who are concerned, particularly uh, nurses, etc. Catherine called the program. Uh, She can't be vaccinated because she's had reactions previously, but she also can't work. New South Wales Health have basically told her, well, you either get the jab or get lost. Uh, And uh, that's just ridiculous, but that's where it is. Here's Catherine this morning. It's only short. Yes, I'm here, Marcus. I've I've rung you before because I I can't have the vaccine and I've had to resign. My work has said I've resigned voluntarily. I haven't because they wouldn't keep me for six months while waiting to see a specialist doctor. Oh, Catherine, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You've got people ringing in saying we're flat earthers, we're anti-vaxxers. Things, no, we, we're human. We've been destroyed by this. There's 27,000 nurses, I believe, they are going to be in the same position I'm in today. And we're absolutely destroyed by this. There you go, Malcolm. That's a nurse. Uh, she's worked in aged care for all of her professional life. She's about to be booted out of the system uh, because, not because she doesn't want to get vaccinated. Uh, she's had a reaction to a flu shot before. She's waiting for specialist advice. She can't see a specialist because of lockdowns, etc. Uh, and the, the health department basically has well, thrown her on the scrap heap. Marcus, that is disgraceful. The people in aged care don't get paid very much and yet they care so much about the residents in these aged care facilities. Nurses, uh, doctors, aged care workers, police, the, co- the common attribute among all of them is the word care. They're in there to care. And these people are going to be taken out of their jobs, leaving people who are vulnerable without care. 
We know that from the, the truckies blockade uh, just on two weeks ago, just under two weeks ago, they formed a, a Facebook page. They grew to 350,000 supporters in no time. They got messages from 2,500 police saying they're opposed to uh, mandated vaccines. They got messages from 40 doctors saying treatments are terrible and people are not being treated properly for COVID. They got messages from, from doctors saying they're not going to get vaccinated themselves. They got messages from thousands and thousands of nurses saying they won't get vaccinated. And, and there are people now crying, upset, because they're not only losing their livelihood. I mean, you're taking someone's ability to put food on the table for their kids away from them. And, and not only that, but they're taking, you're taking away from them their, their opportunity to express their care for their yep. patients, their aged care residents. This is absolutely disgraceful. You've got so many people. And, and then, you know, when the truckies lifted their blockade a couple of weeks ago, many of the people who, who were caught up and, and inconvenienced for an hour, they actually tooted and thumbs up heaps of people. Yeah. And yet many of them would have been vaccinated. The key issue here is not vaccinated or, or, or vaccination or not being vaccinated. The key issue is freedom to do what we want with our bodies and to have our choices accepted. We are entering a totalitarian state because I can tell you now, that woman was afraid of the government. A totalitarian dictatorship is such that people are afraid of government. In democracies, government is afraid of the people. Our people have been brainwashed at schools. Our people have been brainwashed in the political system. They don't vote. They just vote for the same old donkeys in the Labor and Liberal Party. And this is what you get, totalitarian state. That's what you get. Okay. Um, Dare I ask you about Christina Keneally and Joel Fitzgibbon uh, as a final couple of points today. Off you go. Well, mate, Christina Keneally has been parachuted from her... Into Fowler, um, yep. From yep. her, from her uh, mansion, into <laughs> Fowler. She's bypassed a Vietnamese immigrant who came in here and has worked hard. Um, and and she's, more importantly, the Labor Party has said, screw you to the, to the members in the, in, the, uh, in the Fowler electorate. We're just parachuting someone in over the top of you. This is typical Labor Party. It's not democratic. Now, Joel Fitzgibbon, you know, he's very, very personable bloke, nice bloke. Yes. But he has Top actually line. worsened the Labor Party's situation on climate because he has endorsed the climate change rubbish and at the same time tried to, tried to fight the Labor Party's position on it. He needs to come clean and stand up on two counts. First of all, he needs to provide us with the evidence that bases, that on which he bases his claims that we're affecting climate and we need to cut our carbon dioxide. The second thing he needs to do is be consistent. On the day he announced his, his future or pending resignation from... from um, yep. Parliament, he said, at least he's done his job, he's brought the Labour Party to the centre. Rubbish. <laughs> not long afterwards, he, he, not long afterwards, he, he smashed the Labour Party and said that they're, they're going away from their electorate. And then he came back and said, he's brought the Labour Party back to the centre. He needs to make up his mind. Right. This is what you've got. You've got people with their tail between their legs running away from the Labour Party because the Labour Party is too bad to fix. And the Labour Party has only got one thing going for it, and that's the Liberal Party. And the Liberal Party's <laughs> only got one thing going for it, and that's the Labour Party. Right, we man. need a change in parliaments. Wow. Uh, no comment. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to play a song, mate. Good to chat. Uh, I love having you on. I love the passion. Uh, we will talk next week. Good on you, Marcus. Malcolm Roberts, One Nation Senator.